0: hi everyone welcome back to living with ms truth be told i'm your host marie heron uh today on the line we have misha um who also has ms and is definitely living with ms um i'll give you a very brief uh intro to misha we've met on twitter and um so i'm just gonna say hi misha how are you I'm good, Marie. How are you today? I'm fine, Things. I'm just going to explain to our listeners uh, that you and I met through a random random tweet on Twitter around seated yoga. Um, And so I guess my first question is, um, how long have you had MS? Uh, When were you diagnosed? And what symptoms presented themselves?
1: I was diagnosed last year in April, so Mm -hmm. April 2017. Um, I had no idea... What MS was I was not one of those people who Had symptom after symptom And I said hey I think this is Multiple sclerosis or MS Um, I need to go see a doctor That was not That was not my story Um, The only person I knew with MS Was in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. So when I was told that I had MS I immediately Especially since I had no function on my left side I immediately thought I was destined for a life, for life in a wheelchair.
0: Okay. And so was that, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. So, so was that your first major attack? It was,
1: um, I was coming home from a funeral. Um, and everyone that knows me knows my hair is my crown. I always, have something different going on with my hair, whether it's a different color or a new wig or a new style. And I was coming home from my father-in-law's funeral and I was unbraiding my hair in the car and I lost feeling of my fingers. Right. And I was thinking that, okay, maybe I'm doing too much or maybe, you know, I'm tired of taking my hair down or, you know, something mm-hmm. of that nature. And in a couple of days, I had a very thick Novocaine, Novocaine feeling in my face, on right. the left side of my face, so I you know, couldn't tell I was blinking, food was falling out of my mouth um, it was, so I was losing feeling on my in my left hand, my left arm, my left side of my face, and you know, I said, if this was my husband or one of my children, I would drag them to ER, mm-hmm. you know I've seen the symptoms of stroke before that's what this seems like to me but I feel fine, I just Lost feeling. Right. Um, when I got to ER, they said we think you're having a stroke, so let's you know throw everything around and do a lot of tests right now. Um, after a couple of hours, they said we don't see any stroke markers, but we're going to keep you here to figure out what's going on. Right. In the course of taking some MRIs and some different type of tests, they said you don't have any blockage in your brain, but you do have lesions on your right, brain. Right. Um, again, not really knowing MS, I'm thinking I have lesions on my brain. I have cancer. Oh, I see. Um, okay. so long story short, they did a lot of tests over the course of five days and everything came back inconclusive. It was either, they weren't sure if it was an autoimmune disease like MS right. or if it was actually cancer. I actually had a brain biopsy. Oh my goodness. Um, And that's when they diagnosed MS conclusively.
0: Okay. I just want to say for our listeners, um, and some of them are young and some of them might have recently been diagnosed, um, that it's not unusual, um, after diagnosis. And I had this myself, um, where you'll have that, that first you'll have the diagnosis and then you'll just go into a series of attacks and then, you know, they'll treat you, um, with various medications and then you'll be fine. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's when you take control and you start to say, okay, um, you know this. I'm going forward. I'm going to learn how to how to manage my disease, and you know that's what the podcast is about. It's about managing managing your disease. Now you reacted so well to my tweet about exercise and in particular seated yoga. Uh, why did that interest you so much? I have always been a fan of yoga.
1: Um, I wasn't a person who would go out, you know, a couple of days a week, mm-hmm. or you know weekly to um, a studio and do yoga but in my home I practice the breathing I practice some of the smaller exercises but as I um, with this MS diagnosis and with MS um, doing things on my left side or getting down on the ground those Mm -hmm. are things that I can't do on a regular basis anymore right so when I heard about seated yoga that intrigued me because not only could I incorporate some of the breathing but I can incorporate some of the motion and that's one of the big things with MS that I try to um I try to incorporate in life is motion keep right. it moving keep right. moving don't just be sedentary and you're just sitting still and waiting for something to happen or in your mind you're saying, I can't move or I can't do something.
0: Now, I know when 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 you had said "Like, what is seated yoga and I sent you back some, um, you know, recommendations um, you know, to watch things on YouTube and there's so many different um, yoga techniques for specifically for people with MS or I even go into the seniors yoga because I figure it's, you know, I am almost a senior now anyway. I'm 58.
1: Um <laughs> Don't tell anybody, and they'll <laughs> never know.
0: <laughs> yes, they will. Um, anyway, so, like, did, did you find a lot of really good stuff on YouTube? Because I don't want people to have to go out and, you know, like, buy all kinds of equipment or, you know. Um, but did you find that was, like, an easy way to get into was doing the YouTube thing? I really did. And I was very thankful for that
1: suggestion because what I found was not only um, seated yoga, um, For people who knew about yoga, Mm -hmm. I found seated yoga for beginners. Yes. Um, There were seated yoga presentations um, for men. There were seated yoga presentations for people who had disabilities and couldn't necessarily move in all of the yoga positions. So there really were a lot of resources, and you felt immediately comfortable and immediately um, useful in the in the yoga world, if you will, because there's so much instruction and it's so good. And some of it, I've watched so many videos now. I've I know that in my head, I want to listen to someone talk through yoga rather than some of the videos. There are several videos where there's no talking. They're just screenshots of words. Mm -hmm. And that's very nice, but I need to, I want to close my eyes and actually feel as though I'm doing yoga in a studio and listening to someone talk. So there really are a lot of different resources. There are a lot of different, um, there are a lot of different videos that will take you from beginner to expert level, if you will.
0: Wow. I know when I do one of them, um, and there's like great hip stretches and things like that, that I found really helped me with my balance. And um, so I, I really love this, the seated yoga. But I get the feeling from you that we're going to see you on Twitter with a new hashtag, Gumby. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. You're going to be because so
1: flexible. I was clumsy before this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it, between balance issues and vertigo issues, I am taking that to a whole new level. I am owning Gumby for sure because <laughs> that's where I strive to be.
0: <laughs> okay, great. I noticed from our communication that family is very important to you. How does that relationship help you cope?
1: My family has... um I I draw my strength from my family, my husband, I have two sons, my parents, when they found out that there was something wrong with me, they immediately went into action and they will tell you there's nothing wrong with her. She just has something else to add to the to the qualities of her life. They don't think that MS is something that is wrong. They think that MS is something that has happened, that we deal with. And just like going to the store, oh, you need to deal with an MS issue today or right now it's very fluid, it's very liquid, and they have been great. If I say that I'm fatigued and I can't do anything, they alter their plans for me, which sometimes makes me as a newly diagnosed with MS I feel like I'm hindering their life yeah, some because yeah. they do alter things, you know, for me or they do make sure that I'm not lifting anything or that I have room in the house if I need to use my walker or, you know, they make sure that I am taken care of on every level. So it makes me feel guilty as someone with MS because I feel like I'm keeping them from something and they assure me on a minute, excuse me, on a minute by minute basis that I am their life just like they are mine, so we are all in this together and I I just adore them.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm sure they adore you. Um, Let me ask... They better. Okay, okay. Um, if there was a first-time listener listening in this morning, what are the three pieces of advice you would want them to hear?
1: The first piece of advice is, MS is not a death sentence. MS is a condition that you will learn about and that you will live with and that you can thrive with. Right. The second piece of advice is to study. Study this condition. Study what it can do, what it can't do, and what you can do to influence your own outcome. Right. Um, How medicines interact with each other, how diet and exercise can help. If you're not at a place for diet and exercise physically, how can you exercise mentally? Um, I have a lot of confusion and my words trip over each other, which is hard for me because I used to give public speeches. Mm -hmm. So to not be able to do that on a regular basis, it takes a mental toll but you can exercise your mind in small ways even if it's just playing solitaire mm-hmm. to make yourself stronger in any way you can
0: right, right and
1: the third piece of advice is it's actually twofold it's know your body and the attitude that you have elevates you and your and how you know your body um, my mom always says she's a beautiful breast cancer survivor Mm -hmm. no one knows your body like you that's true if there's something going on with you articulate that say that don't be afraid don't hold back because you think you're being a burden or you're complaining say what's going on because It may not be as serious as we make things out to be in our minds when we internalize. And it may be something that needs to be addressed, but then it can be taken care of. So know your body, understand what's going on with you, and keep that attitude up, whether you meditate, whether you pray, whether you do yoga, spend time with friends or family. Do what you can to keep your attitude to where if you don't know it's not about me looking good on the outside but it's about me trying to feel good myself on the inside right
0: right misha i want to thank you so much uh you're so generous with your time this morning you don't know me from adam we just met through twitter it's almost like a a match.com thing with me these days in the guests. absolutely (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> um, a good match and you're doing such great
1: work uh, I really appreciate you and the podcast that you put out I learn a lot and I feel better after I listen to all of them
0: oh thank you Misha so um, I'm going to end this with um, to all our listeners please uh, visit us on Facebook um, and if you would like visit us at truthbetold.com.ca uh, we are on Twitter as well um, and Misha I want to thank you have a wonderful day enjoy your family Thank you. Thanks han.
1: you.